everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Two Woke Girls Podcast. My name is Lauren. And I'm Kayla. How's it going today, Kale? I'm good. good. Yeah, it's a good day. It's it's a rainy day, but I'm just feeling nice and cozy. Got my little hoodie on. Cute. Ready to ready to chill out and record our episode. Ready to record. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Yeah, it's super gloomy today. Uh, We're recording this on July 1st, so happy Canada Day to our fellow Canadian listeners. But yeah, it's just a super gloomy day and Mm -hmm. we're just hanging out at Kayla's recording this podcast and... Yeah, so today's topic, we're going to be talking about manifestation and the law of attraction. But before we get into that, as always, we talk about our favorite product or our favorite of the week and then a lesson or reflection we had this week. So, Kale, what was your favorite product this week? My favorite product this week has been, I don't know if you guys have ever tried it, but it's the Tazo Chai Tea. I use it for lattes, but I guess you could probably have it on its own. I think you're supposed to mix it with milk. Yeah, I think on the box it says um, mix it with milk. It's basically like a little carton of chai tea, and then, yeah, you mix it with milk. And it's the, like, dead dead set exact same as, like, a Starbucks chai tea latte. I think Mm -hmm. it's the exact same thing that they use. Yeah, it is the same one that they use. Um, And, yeah, I've been drinking a lot of those. It's just super cozy, like, because it's been so rainy and kind of dreary this week. I've been really enjoying them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're so good. I You can get, like, a bunch of them at Costco, which kind of goes into what I was going to say my favorite is this week, which is so similar to yours, and we didn't even know that yeah. these were each other's <laughs> favorites this week. But mine is the Starbucks Medium Roast Iced Coffee. You can get them in, like, a big jug. I think it's probably more than a liter, probably, like, 1.75 milliliters or something oh so it's like a pre-made iced coffee yeah ah. so a pre-made iced coffee and then I just put a little bit of dairy-free like silk vanilla almond creamer in there and it's really good it's it kind of tastes like I don't know if it tastes like chocolate milk because I haven't had chocolate milk in so long but <laughs> it's got a similar vibe like it doesn't taste too much like coffee it's a very light taste it's a medium roast but it just tastes very um yeah, it's really good. It's even mm. good on its own, but I would say put a little something in there, like milk or cream or something. But yeah, those are favorite products this week, both very similar yeah. without knowing. What was your lesson or reflection this week? Uh, this week, I've been thinking a lot about just kind of like enjoying the present and taking joy in, in small things. This is kind of a constant reminder for me because I'm just like a constant stress case. <laughs> I am and always have been. Um But yeah, just kind of like enjoying the present and like making it enjoyable for yourself. Like for example, this morning I wanted to like do a bit of tidying around the house and sometimes it can be kind of hard like when you wake up in the morning and you're just like, hey, like I have to do this and this and this today. But just like making a point of making it enjoyable, like getting up, like making sure you wash your face, like put on something like comfy that you want to wear like put on music, put on your oil diffuser and like just make it an enjoyable process instead of just being like, okay, I'm just going to get up and go do the dishes. Like, yeah, it's not the same. Right. So just kind of making things more as enjoyable as they can and like taking pleasure in in your everyday life. Mm -hmm. I was uh, listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying something like that, like make everything you do like the best thing you're doing kind of thing. Like even if it is doing the dishes, yeah, put on music and like dance around or like make it an enjoyable because you're gonna have to do it anyways and yeah. you have to do so many things in life that you don't necessarily want to do that seem like a, a huge task 
But yeah, like you said, if you make it enjoyable and do the little things that will make it better and make you feel better about it, then then you're good. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. I like What's that. your lesson or reflection been this week? I feel like I've been reflecting and lessening <laughs> so much this week, but one of the main things was just to kind of, I feel like I spend so much of my life worried about everyone else. I worry if other people are having fun or if someone's happy. And of course, like, as a good human being, you care about your friends and your family and like the people around you. But I think often we overlook ourselves, like whether you're happy or whether you're doing things to please other people. So like the other day I was hanging out with someone and I was like, I wonder if they're having fun. And I'm like, well, I'm having so much fun. So like, isn't that not, isn't that all that matters, but like I'm having fun. So they must be having fun too. Or like, like don't make the experience less enjoyable for yourself because you're so worried whether other people are like enjoying themselves. Yeah, exactly. And just like doing things that I want to do like for example if I'm out and my parents are like making something specific for dinner and I don't feel like having that but I feel obligated to eat it because they're making it like getting what I want to have for dinner like small things like that just doing things for me instead of worrying like hurting someone else's feelings because that's not going to hurt someone else's feelings or like making sure that I'm having fun or you know that kind of thing so so many of those situations too it's like you think you're like, oh, what if they are upset that I'm going to do this? And it's like, they literally don't care. Yeah. Like, it's all things that we build up in our head. So true. And, like, people are very selfish in a lot of ways, and they're self-centered. Like, they don't care what you're doing mm-hmm. anyways. Like, we always are so concerned about, like, what a, what is this person going to think when I do this? Like, they don't care. Yeah. They're concerned <laughs> about their... They're living in their own world. They don't care what you're doing or what you're wearing or all these things. Like, they might say something, but... Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't keep them up at night, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not keeping them up at night like it's keeping you up at night. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was my lesson or reflection, Kayla's favorite that I say that every <laughs> week, but just trying to do things for myself and, like, worry about how I'm feeling, you know? Yeah, good for you. I love it. Yeah, thank you. So, those were our lesson or reflections of the week and our favorite Starbucks products this week. Yeah. We love you, Starbucks. <laughs> Sponsor us, please. And let's get into the episode about manifestation. So today we're talking about manifestation. And manifestation is essentially, from what I understand, that if you, like, believe it and you believe it to be true, then it will be true. So that, like, includes positive things and negative things. So people usually use manifestation as a means to, like, create the reality that they want um so mainly the way that I've heard of manifestation is making like vision boards and using like um, affirmations and everything to kind of like create your own reality but manifestation is also um for example if you're going in traffic and you're like oh I, I keep hitting every red light like I always hit every red light then you're going to hit every red light yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. is that pretty accurate to what manifestation is yeah think? yeah so in my experience I I would say it's like receiving things in your life through thoughts action beliefs and emotions so when I've used it in my life I would yeah, you have to feel it and believe it to be true, and you also have to act on it. A really famous example, I'll give the example of Jim Carrey, you might have heard this one before, but 
this is like one of the most like popular um, manifestation law of attraction stories. But Jim Carrey, before the actor, comedian, before he became big or like made it in the industry, he wrote himself a blank check for $10 million and kept it in his wallet for I think it might have been like three years. Maybe it was longer than that. I can't remember exactly. But he kept it in his wallet and he wanted to manifest that he would be able to have a check for $10 million, like abundant and be able to attract money and, um, and a career. And years later, obviously he is able to make $10 million, no problem. He's super successful. But when he gave that example, I think he said, told this story on Oprah or something like that. I remember hearing it. It was an interview. yeah. Yeah. Um, he said, which is so true. You can't just write yourself a check or, hope that something's gonna happen and then go eat a sandwich like you have to act on things you can't just like say stay stagnant like you can't say oh I want this sports car and then like not have a job you know (laughs) like you need to work towards things but as long as you visualize it and feel it and believe it and believe it to be true these things will come to fruition for you yeah essentially how did you first hear about manifestation So my experience was I was 14 and I went and saw a psychic and she, I don't even remember if she said, called it manifestation or law of attraction or anything. I think she just said, she was like, oh, what are your hopes and dreams for life? And when I was 14, I really wanted to be an actress and I was like working towards that. I was in acting classes, I was doing auditions, all that kind of stuff. So I was working towards it. Um, and maybe I should have, like, actually learned what manifestation was during that time, (laughs) but she basically said, like, go home and for 21 days in a row, meditate, and during your meditations, imagine the life that you want, imagine the things that you want, so that would be, like, the visualization aspect of manifestation, and so I did that. I don't know if I got through all 21 days, because I was 14, and that was, like, (laughs) probably my first time ever meditating or anything so I did do that and so cute so wholesome and pure of me uh every time I would um be meditating I would picture myself as like a famous actress going on the Ellen show like Ellen DeGeneres so yeah when I was 14 that's like what I wanted like I wanted to be on Ellen that's not really what I want anymore and and also to like you don't always get what you want through manifestation. You don't get exactly what you want because that might not be what the universe has in store for you because they might have something better for you. Yeah. So, you And know. your path changes too. Yeah, exactly. If that's what you wanted then, maybe if you still wanted that now, like maybe that would happen, but your path changed and you're like, actually, I don't want that. I yeah. want to go like this route instead. Yeah. Like yeah. I would never want... like me now I would never want the level of fame to be like on Ellen where everyone (laughs) knows my every move and I'm like yeah it'd be cool to be an actress and on a tv show or something but I I wouldn't want to be like a famous person like I wouldn't want to attract that kind of like I wouldn't want everyone to know me or know my business and all that kind of stuff right you would want to do more if you were wanting to do acting you'd want to do it more as a career and not like a lifestyle yeah exactly I don't want paparazzi following me around and yeah Yeah. that kind of thing so I guess that worked out for the best in that 
scenario. Not that I was going to be like a famous actress necessarily and be on Ellen, but, but yeah, it's important to when you are manifesting or visualizing all these things that you want, you're not necessarily going to get them because there might be something better around the corner instead. So that's like something important to remember. When you kind of boil down like what manifesting is, I feel like a really good example of like how to explain it is looking at yourself as like a magnet. So picture yourself as like a magnet and every emotion that you put out or every feeling. So like the good would be like happy, abundance, love, success, like speaking positive affirmations and all this stuff. Um, the bad would be like misery, loss, sadness, all these things. The universe sees whatever you're putting out and will give you exactly like what you're putting out. So if you're putting out like happiness and abundance and like love and light and all these things, then that's what the universe is going to give back to you pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like you're the magnet and the universe is gonna, just going to throw metal pieces at you basically. <laughs> when yeah. was the first time you... Um, I first heard about manifestation... Must have been, like, five years ago. Probably about five years ago. Manifestation is actually still... It's definitely not something that I have, like, a great handle on. Um, It's definitely still something that I'm learning a lot about. But I first heard about it about five years ago. Um, One of my coworkers was telling me about it. And he actually gave me a book about it. Oh. Um, the Secret. Like, oh, the yeah. most well-known yeah. book on manifestation. So he gave me the book, The Secret, and I was kind of like, as he, I wasn't even interested, he's like, do you want to borrow this book? And I'm like, no, like, I'm not (laughs) interested after, based off of what he said, um, but he gave me the book, and I think I kind of read it, but I didn't really, like, get it. I didn't really pick up on, on what it was saying, and also, to be honest, I still, there's some things about manifestation that I still don't fully get, and that seemed kind of, like, hard to grasp for me, so that's kind of, like, what turned me off of it from the beginning, when I was reading the book, basically just, like, the way that this guy explained it to me was that, like, for example, he came into work and he was, like, obviously unwell, like, obviously sick, um, and I'm like, oh, like, are you coming down with something? And he's like, nope, I feel amazing, like, never been better, and I'm like, okay, that's obviously a lie because you're sick, and he's like, no, I'm not sick, I never get sick, like, I feel great, kind of that deal, and I'm like, at the time, I was like, that seems, like, fake to me because you're being dishonest because you're not feeling well, but you're just gonna tell everyone that you are feeling well. Anyway, so he gave me this book, I kind of read it and, like, didn't really get it, and then fast forward a few years later, um, I kind of was hearing about it again, like, in the like online like in the spiritual community I guess like people I followed were talking about it and so I started doing more research into it um when I had a bit more of an open mind and there's actually a documentary on Netflix for The Secret Mm -hmm. so I ended up watching that and that kind of for some reason probably just because I had like grown throughout those few years and like was a little more open-minded the documentary made more sense to me so I could understand what they were saying Um, so at that point, then I I started trying to, like, introduce, uh, manifestation into my life a little bit more. So mainly I would do, like, like, meditations with manifestation, like, with affirmations. Another way that I really like to use manifestation is with Pinterest. (laughs) I'm a big Pinterest fan, so I'll do, like, vision boards on Pinterest, um, kind of, like, for, like, what I want my home to be like, what I want my life to be like, and I just kind of, like, envision that as my life. 
Um, and I also use, like, I'll make a vision board my lock screen or I'll put, like, affirmations and stuff as my lock screen on my phone. But, yeah, that was kind of how I first heard about it. And I definitely still have, like I said, it's still something I'm learning about. And I still have, like, some reservations about manifestation. Um, but I definitely believe, like, the whole concept that what you put out in the world is what you get back and that, yeah, you are, like, a magnet. I fully believe that. And if you tell yourself, like, I'm capable of doing amazing things and, like, I'm gonna, you know, go out and get this job that I want. Like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna live here. Like, if you have that kind of confidence in yourself and you have that belief and that trust, then I fully believe that's basically what manifestation is. Mm -hmm. Um, And I fully believe that, yeah, like, that'll happen for you because you're you have the confidence and the trust. Definitely. Yeah, I think believing in yourself is one of the key components of being able to manifest things. And I was saying to Kayla before we started recording, this is so sad, but I feel like I have, I don't believe in myself enough. I think believing in yourself is like the most important part of it because if you don't believe in yourself that you can accomplish these things then it's not going to happen. I was listening to a podcast that someone recommended and it's Lacey Phillips so to be magnetic yeah on on Instagram. Instagram that we talked about during the divine timing episode. She has a podcast. We'll link it in the show notes. It was really good. Someone recommended it to us, but she was on Goop, which is Gwyneth Paltrow's um, brand. She was on Goop and she was talking about how she manifests. And I think it's like a really, really interesting episode to listen to because she kind of goes at it a different approach than most people that I've heard. Most people are like vision boards and like positivity and all this stuff and that's all super important when manifesting but she said that first you need to well first of all you need to love yourself and you need to like unblock a lot of things a lot of beliefs that you have about yourself so she was saying how all of our beliefs come from or most of our beliefs come from the age from zero to seven and a lot of it comes from you know your parents or mentors or like people older than you that tell you these things and it's not even the thing is it's not even your parents or mentors it's not them doing it on purpose it's just them like for example a limiting belief would be um parents who are worried about their child they don't want their child like oh you can't drive there because it's dangerous or you can't go do this because you might like xyz might happen so your parents just trying to protect you um later in life can become a limiting belief like oh I can't do this because it's dangerous and then not believing in yourself so then you can't um achieve certain things because you're like oh well like I'm conditioned to think that I'm not able to do these certain things right um so she was saying how Lacey, she grew up with, like, an alcoholic mother, and they, she grew up with, like, a lot of lack in her life. Like, she didn't have, like, they didn't have a lot of money, that kind of thing. So, especially if you're growing up in a, where you don't have a lot of money, a lot of the time later in life, when you grow up with, like, a lack mindset, and you're, like, just thinking that, oh, well, I never had money growing up, and you're always worried that you're never gonna have enough money or abundance of any kind, then typically that mindset will trans keep, like yeah it'll keep you on that path it'll keep you on that path exactly so you'll never have abundance if you continuously think because of, in your childhood you didn't have that so it's really important to before you start manifesting 
look at the limiting beliefs that you have that you can't do certain things or you can't have certain things because once you recognize those patterns, you can work on healing those things. And yeah, a lot of these things are our subconscious, like we never knew that we picked up on certain things. Like if you're a child of divorce, for example, like you might have the belief like um, that you don't believe in marriage. Um, and that you might not be able to attract a partner, like that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. like later in life, it really affects you. So I think it's important to first recognize all the limiting beliefs you have. But definitely listen to that episode of Lacey Phillips on Goop. We will link it in the show notes. That's such a great point. And it really makes me think about how when you think of manifestation, like it seems like some kind of like eerie like oh the universe is so mysterious like oh you just wish this and it happens like it's some kind of like mumbo jumbo kind of deal and I think that's what turned me off from manifestation in the first place but really when you explain it in that way it's not that at all it's really what manifestation is is especially when you're looking at it from that perspective that Lacey brought forward like getting rid of your limiting beliefs, redefining how you think of yourself as a person, redefining what you think you're capable of and what you deserve in the world, you're going to make decisions based on how you feel and what you think you're capable of. Like, if you don't think that, oh, whatever, I don't have the experience for to get this higher paying job and, like, I don't have experience or education to get into this field I want to get into, like, I don't think I'm capable of it, you're going to stay in a rut, if you think that you're capable and you believe that you're deserving of everything that comes your way, you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. You're going to keep, like, moving forward and climbing a ladder and, like, becoming more and more successful. Yeah. So it's really, it's not, um, I don't think it's as, like, loose as it seems. It's a lot more tangible and, like, direct than it sounds a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's so much information on manifestation out there and and it can be really tricky to kind of figure out what best practice works like for yourself because everyone kind of has like a different way on on how they attract it. Like some people like, have a lot of self-confidence and are able to kind of put forward like what they want and work towards that. And some people like myself, I have like a lot of Um, self-limiting beliefs that I need to work on and I am working on that. I'm working on like unblocking a lot of those things so I'm able to attract the things that I want. Like I want like a specific job and I like have beliefs that I can't have that job because I don't have experience like you just said. Right. But I need to like work on like okay maybe I don't have experience but I can do all these things and I believe like I would excel at this job so really just switching like the narrative in your head of like what you yeah believe in yourself yeah much and then like put into action like what like you want to do what ways do you feel like you usually practice manifestation so I feel like because there like I said there's so much information on this topic out there that I've heard because I've been hearing about it for the last 10 years, there's so much that I've tried to like unpack and figure out. And like you, I'm still, I have questions. I'm still figuring it out. Like this episode is by no means like us being experts. Most of our episodes aren't us being experts on anything. <laughs> yeah. It's more just like Kayla and I having an open conversation about um, things relevant in our life and um, 
and this is something I feel like for me personally right now I feel like it's something that is relevant in my life like I'm trying to um, find like the perfect job so I'm like trying to manifest like the job that I want um, and just like the life that I want you know Mm -hmm. so some things that I found to be helpful throughout my many years of like learning and hearing about manifestation I haven't come to a perfect practice but these are some things that I like to do to kind of like expedite the process so visualization like we talked about but not just visualization like oh I want like if you say you want a dog you can't just say oh I want a dog you have to get so specific about what you want that's like what is really important when visualizing something so you want a car you want a dog you want a house okay well what does the dog look like what kind of dog is like what's the breed um where are you gonna get it are you gonna adopt it if you want a car what kind of car like color like um how much you want to pay for it like all these things house mm-hmm. what kind of house where what is the kitchen gonna look like all these things so that's why you like you said pinterest is really good because you can get super specific about the colors of your home or yeah. exactly where it is or how many bedrooms all those things so that would be like one of my tips is get like super specific about like what you want and i've heard that across many channels of people talking about manifestation um that's like a really common one um also believe as if it's already happened so like believe like that you already own this dog like that you are in the mindset because once you are in the mindset then that will be able to flow through and come to you yeah and like feel the emotions that you'll feel so I remember when one of I haven't manifested a ton of things because I don't think I've said this yet but manifestation sometimes takes years like things don't happen so quickly like we talked about in our divine timing episode everything happens in divine time you can manifest things but things happen when they're supposed to so um like if I want to manifest a house it's not going to happen tomorrow like you have to consistently work on manifesting these things sometimes for years like Jim Carrey manifesting his 10 million dollar check that took years for him to get to that place so it does, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Sorry to break it to you. But sometimes manifestation can happen quickly depending on what it is. If it's meant to come into your life soon, then it will. I think if I remember, Jim Carrey put a date on that check. That's what it was. Didn't yeah. he? He put a date on that yeah. check and wasn't it one year? Was it a year? I don't even remember. I thought it was one year. Maybe it was two years. But I just remember because he put a date on the check and he said like right around the date of the check, um, he got the contract for Dumb and Dumber, which was his like coming out film. That's so true. Okay, yeah. I don't know if it's called the coming out film, his breakthrough (laughs) film, like whatever brought him into the spotlight. Yeah. Okay, you're right. He did put a date on the check. Um, but that's another example of getting super specific. Yeah, getting like, super hey, specific. Like, hey, I want to accomplish this yeah. by this time. Exactly. And then he did. But it didn't happen. Like, it wasn't, like, the next day. But, yeah, right. it was... Okay, so maybe it was a year. I don't know why I thought it was, like, three. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But sometimes it can take, like, three years, yeah. ten years. Who knows? Like, things don't always happen overnight. The one example of me manifesting something was... Oh, my God. Like... I need some new things to talk about because every time I use an example, it's always like, 
when I went to school and blah, blah, blah. Like, Lauren, we fucking get it. Anyways. We get it. You're educated. We get it. You're an educated bitch. Like, stop flaunting it. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, in search of some new things going on in my life that I can talk about on the podcast that don't involve traveling or my education. Cool, cool. Um, or looking for a job. But I'm going to use education as my examples. As many of you know, I'm just a freaking broken record here, but as many of you know, I went to one university and then I went to a different university. So after my first university, um, I had a very low GPA and I didn't think I was going to get into any other school because my GPA was alarmingly low was on academic probation all good but I forgot about that um so yeah I had a really low GPA it's fine I graduated on the dean's list by the time weird flex but just so <laughs> in case employers are listening to really this just flex it, it got better okay my degree or my GPA got astronomically better so at my first university I was applying to my second university and my GPA was so low it was under what the requirement was and I was like well I'm not gonna get in well actually I didn't think that I was manifesting that I was gonna get in so I remember visualizing myself getting in getting the acceptance letter um how I was gonna feel um all the things like what it was gonna be like having to drive to this university every day what it was gonna be like going there like the classes I was gonna take um yeah how I was gonna feel being at this university all these things getting super specific, especially about my feelings. And then for some reason, they accepted me, even though I had a really low GPA. And because you manifested it, I manifested it. So, you know, you can because you believed you were deserving. Yeah, I believed I was deserving of it. I knew that if I got accepted into this university, I would work so hard to make my GPA go up and that I would work really hard to do well at my degree and I guess I did because, yeah. you know, I um, managed to graduate with like a good GPA and um, a good degree and all these things. So, yeah, like I, w- I believed that I was deserving and that I would work hard towards it and all these things. So that's one of my main examples of manifesting. But feel the emotions that you'll feel when you get it or like feel them already like it's already happening. And then... um my other tip would be to be grateful for what you have and it will multiply. So every day recognize what you have and those things. So for example, every day I wake up like grateful for my family, my friends, my health, like all these things. And I've just consistently had good health, good friends and good family. But as for like friends, for example, I I feel like our like things just get stronger and get better so my relationship with my friends every day like wake up and I'm like I have such a good relationship with my friends and every day I feel like it just gets better like as we said before like as we get older just gets better and better and like stronger and and so that's the same with like money if you're looking to attract money you can't look and be like oh I want more money like I need more look at what you have and be grateful for what you have and that's like where abundance comes in I had a psychic Uh, I recently went to her, I think it was like in April or something, and she was telling me that one of her friends every day will go into her wallet, like her friend won't go into the psychic's wallet, the psychic's (laughs) friend will go into her own wallet and will take out wads of cash and count it 
And she said every time she counts it, her money multiplies. Like, she just gets more abundance, like, flows through to her. Mm. Um, she just, like, receives more money. Um, like, that's what the thoughts that she's thinking as yeah. she's counting it? Yeah. And would she count it and be, like, 20, 40, 60, and then take the same 20s and be, like, 80, 100, 120? I'm not sure exactly, but that, that would, would be... be a good way to do it. Yeah. That would be a good way to do it. That would be a good way to like manifest abundance money yeah um and yeah like I said earlier if you come from like a lacking mindset all the time like oh I don't have any money or like oh I'm broke oh I like I'm in debt all these things you have to like believe that you are deserving of the money and like look at what you do have and be grateful like oh well it thank goodness I have five hundred dollars because like at least it's not like I had five hundred so that's a lot of money and then Mm -hmm. you know abundance will flow to you I mean, do you have any like specific examples of manifesting uh I do have a couple examples like nothing crazy specific I guess but um when I was working at this job I hated which was a couple years ago two three years ago um this is the only job I've ever had that I hated or you've said it a few you're like yeah this job that I really just yeah that's how I describe at. it from from there it's the out. same job every it's every every I've only ever time had she one. mentions it that she doesn't like so. yeah but I was at this job I hated and I started listening to a manifesting meditation every morning so like a guided meditation for manifestation and I was listening to that like I think I only did that for a few months but for like a few months I was listening to it every work day because I didn't want to get up and go to my job (laughs) I would listen to it every work day in the morning um and just kind of like manifest and like put out the positive energy um and it was basically like I mean, it was, it manifested a bunch of different things, but mainly for me, like, I wanted a new job, um, and I wanted to make more money, and I did get that, so I, I was manifesting, like, pretty big time at that point, and I kept putting out there, like, you know, I'm gonna get, like, an amazing job, I'm gonna get a job that I enjoy, like, I'm gonna, you know, make a lot of money, and, like, I'm gonna be, well, I didn't say I'm gonna make a lot of money, but I said I'll be financially abundant, like, financially abundant, um, and financially secure, And that did end up happening. Um, And there was, like, a lot of bumps along the way, too, kind of, like, divine timing. Like, I had gotten um, one job offer, and I had really wanted it, but... And they had, like, fully... I told them, like, my start date, everything. They had fully offered me the position, and I was so excited. And then I was like, oh, just checking in, like, that... Because there was, like, multiple people that were interviewing me that I was talking to with the company... So, I was, like, just checking in that, like, you know, this person communicated with you that my start date would be, like, this time because I had a trip, um, so I wouldn't be back for, like, a few weeks. And he's, like, oh, no, like, they didn't tell me that. Mm. So, they had to, like, rescind the job offer. So, I didn't end up getting it, like, after he already offered it to me. Yeah. So, I was so upset. Um, And I think it was within... It was definitely within a week, if not a few days, that another job was posted, and it actually was posted for um, a much higher, like, position than I was. It was for a CPA, and it was, like, really high pay, um, but it was for a CPA. But for some reason, like, the rest of the things that the position would be doing, I'm like, I can do that. Like, I have done that. Um, so I just emailed them, I sent them my resume, and I was like, I think I would be really amazing for this job, like, I'm not a CPA, but, um, I ticked the rest of the boxes, like, I've done this all before, 
and they brought me in for an interview and then like the day of my interview I got the job offer and it was for like quite like significantly more than I was making before yeah um so I got this job offer literally I think it was a Friday and over the weekend I left for my trip so it was literally like a couple days before I left for my trip yeah and I could start the job when I got back from my trip and actually when I was doing my manifestation that was the that's so funny I didn't realize that till now when I was manifesting I was like I don't want to go on my trip and come back to this job yeah that was what I kept saying and I think I even said that to you at the time yeah you did I was like I'm and it was only a two-week trip but I'm like I don't want to go on this trip and come back to this job like I want to go on the trip and I'm not I don't want to come back and I got this um this job offer on the Friday before I left so so you just put in your two weeks and you went to Mexico and yeah. that was that they were not happy about that they were so rude like it just yeah. wasn't a good a good time so no regrets no. not normally something I do but in that situation I'm like I'm not I'm sorry I'm not coming back after my yeah. trip <laughs> and also too I'm pretty sure the position was it wasn't like a super specific hard to fill position it was, was a it? super easy to fill position yeah so um, and there was already other people there that were fully trained in it that could train someone else exactly. and they already had a temp set up for the two weeks I was gone so the temp had already worked there before as well so like she could even train new people if she needed to it was super like it, so it was basically set up for me to leave you because you believed um that you were like you could work at this job regardless that you weren't a CPA or like qualified specifically for that but you were qualified in so many other ways you believed like oh well I like I can do this yeah I can learn like and that's important too like when you're you you were the one who like told me when you're like applying for jobs just apply even if you're not technically not qualified for some of them apply anyways because if you believe that you can do it that and they see that they're like oh that's actually like really cool that she might not have these qualifications but like we're willing to train her on these things yeah um we would just prefer if like maybe she was a CPA for example yeah um you know if you have experience with some of it or if you have an education that's relevant like if you have something to offer and if you genuinely read through the entire job posting and you're like I could do this yeah um even if you're not fully qualified 100% like apply yeah they get so many applications anyway we're getting kind of off topic now. yeah <laughs> but they get so many applications anyway of people who are not qualified whatsoever like position is for whatever like a hiring manager and they just graduated high school and they have like whatever three months of experience in construction like not at all relevant yeah they're gonna it's I think it is super relevant if you have like notable yeah you know experience or education or something and you think you could actually do the job then then go for it yeah they're not gonna be like annoyed at you yeah (laughs) believe that you can do it and if it's like, like something that you really want then you know just do it yeah And then I know people always, like, talk about, like, the good things they manifested, but, like, you can also manifest bad things. Do you have any experiences on manifesting, like, anything bad into your life? Yeah, and I think people do this probably all the time. I think people manifest good things all the time they don't notice, but I especially notice when I can hear someone manifesting bad things. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I feel like this happens all the time and people don't even think twice about it. Um, I mean, one example, I think I might have already said this, but if I'm driving with someone and they're like, oh, I always hit all the red lights. I'm like, now you will. Yeah. <laughs> now we're definitely going to hit all the red lights. Or if people are like, oh, I have such a weak immune system. I always get sick. 
like, okay, now you are, like, that's probably because you think that and you believe that. Yeah, I definitely have, like, at least one specific thing I can think of is I was in my first car accident in January of this year, um, and it was barely a car, like, barely a car accident. I literally, it was a one of the first snowy, icy days of the season, and I just was following probably a little too close behind, and I wasn't going that fast at all we were literally in traffic so I was like rolling um but my I just tried to brake and I was like on ice and I couldn't brake but I was going so slow I literally just like bumped into them a tiny bit um so it was almost nothing but we still had to like pull over and like exchange information and whatever so that was my first car accident experience and then that made me a little bit nervous um so I think I was just kind of thinking about it and I was constantly like I was dealing with the ICBC thing and everything so I think it was just on my mind a lot and then in February I was rear-ended so like literally the next month after my first car accident ever I was rear-ended and it was like a hit and run and that one really did freak me out um because I was just like sitting I was like fully stopped and this person just like smacked into the back of my vehicle um and then when I got out they just like drove away so it was pretty like it kind of shook me up yeah did you get Um, the license plate yeah okay the um yeah super like specific story but um their license plate actually fell off when they hit me and then oh that's what in your living room (laughs) I have their license plate in my living room still because I don't know what to do with it I tried to give it to the police and they said they don't want it and I'm like do I just throw it out like I guess yeah it just seems like evidence to me yeah Um, just keep it I thought they would want it a memento (laughs) memento yeah um but yeah, their license plate fell off when they hit me and there was like luckily a couple of pedestrians that saw it happen and I like went and pulled over and started crying and the pedestrians Aww. brought me their license plate and they're like, this is the person that hit you. And you're like, sweet. Got I was it. like, sweet, got it, thanks. Um, So that happened, but that did freak me out a lot. So I was like really nervous to be on the roads after that. So I was constantly feeling like I was going to be in another car accident Um, And then I was in March the next month. (laughs) Okay, I don't think I knew about all of these. (laughs) That they were in, I don't think you knew that they were in such quick succession. Like, you probably didn't realize. But yeah, so there's January, February, and then in March, I actually rear-ended someone. And that was, like, full-on, that was the scariest one because it was my fault. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I rear-ended someone and... Yeah, I think just because I was constantly feeling like either I was going to be hit or, like, there was going to be an accident, I was so anxious on the road. I still am a little bit, but I try to just be, like, positive and just believe that I'm safe and, like, believe that I'm a capable driver. Especially after it's your fault, you really have to remember, like, you know, I am capable of being safe. Mm -hmm. I am an experienced driver. Like, I know what I'm doing. Um, But, yeah, super scary. So, I feel like that was kind of me inadvertently manifesting that to happen because I was so anxious on the road and and feeling like I was gonna get in a car accident yeah and then I did didn't I just say like before that things happen in threes oh my god that's so creepy low okay so I said to Kayla because I was like saying how I like had I'll tell my story about manifesting bad things but mine also happened in threes like three bad things happened in a row um, because I had grown up hearing, or maybe not grown up, but, like, I had heard a few times, like, bad things come in threes or sevens. And I've never heard that. So, even, I think this came one time, someone told me, like, when you drop something, even, like, or th- maybe not even bad things, but, like, sometimes when you'll drop something, you'll drop two more things after. That happened to me this morning. Did you drop three things? Yeah. Yeah. 
So things like, I don't know why I should figure this out, but why things happen in threes or sevens. Usually it happens in threes, like less. Um, but that's kind of scary if you get to the fourth and then you're like, oh God, this is going to happen three more times. Not always, like not everything is going to happen in threes or sevens, but it's interesting that you just said that you got in like three car accidents in a row because a couple of years ago, this was like me, also me manifesting bad things. Um, I call it the chain of bad Thursdays when um so this started I think it was like January like three years four years ago or something and I it was like a Thursday morning and I had a class at 8 30 in the morning I had to be up at like 6 30 and it was a stats class and if you know me you know that I'm not a math girl so this was like horrifying for me but it was my first stats class and I couldn't go to sleep so I think I finally got to sleep around like 4 a.m and I got like two hours of sleep and had to drive 30 to 40 minutes to my university and like take this two-hour stats class that I didn't even want to be in in the first place so I'd already manifested that because I was just like I don't want to be here and I just started like this is gonna suck I'm not gonna enjoy it yeah so I started to hate Thursdays and I'm like oh like Thursdays suck because (laughs) um because I have to go to stats at 8 30 in the morning um so the first like bad Thursday was me like literally getting two hours of sleep and then I went to stats and then I had to work that night too so like I wasn't gonna get to sleep that much so that was like the first just like not being able to go to sleep and just having like the worst time ever in class and then the second Thursday I was already like not stoked that I had to go to stats again at 8 30 but I got a good night's sleep but I had had this cough for like three weeks and it like wouldn't go away and that was like the only thing wrong with me I just like couldn't stop coughing and I woke up that Thursday morning and I had to go to class and I was in so much pain like my um like abdomen like slash stomach was in so much pain I was like oh my god am I like do I have like appendicitis or like what's what's happening and so I ended up going to the doctor after school and I was just like in pain like the whole time and I couldn't even like cough without being in pain and I was worried I was dying because I'm a hypochondriac it's all good but that's just me and so yeah I was like so scared that I was gonna die and then I went to the (laughs) walk-in clinic and they're like oh you've just been coughing for so long that you pulled a stomach muscle and I was like that's really embarrassing but But yeah, I was just in a lot of pain, so all good. And then the third one was like the worst one, but it was the next Thursday. I'm like, wow, two Thursdays in a row, bad things have happened. What's going to happen now? Like I went in with that mindset and I got in a car accident. Oh, Um, is that the one where you rear-ended someone? Yeah, so I also rear-ended someone merging onto the highway and it like bent. It didn't really affect his car at all but it fucked up my car so bad in the front like the hood of my car it was like my first car so it was just like a piece of shit all good but (laughs) it like bent the hood like up and down so it was like a triangle that's so scary for you because you were so young yeah yeah I was like 19 or 18 no I was probably 19 and or 20 and I was just (laughs) either way (laughs) I was young and I was yeah so scared and that was like my first car accident and I was like 45 minutes away from home and 
my dad ended up hammering down the hood of my car with like a mallet. So there was like a bunch of dents in the hood of the car. We love Dave. Just a solution oriented guy. <laughs> yeah. I still see that car like driving around. Like the oh, lady really? I sold it to. Yeah, oh, it's wow. still on the roads. She's still looking terrible with the scratches and shit all over her, but yeah. it's fine. You know, first car. So yeah, that was, I, I feel like there might have, I want to say there was a fourth thing that happened, but I really don't think there was because that things happen in threes. Do you have any other examples of things happening in threes or sevens? Like, I'm going to have to start thinking about this now. Think about it, but like those That creeps me out though. I feel like that's like bad. That's bad to think that if something bad happens to you that it's going to happen in in threes or sevens. You know what I mean? Then you're like manifesting for that to happen. But don't worry, I've known that for years and I've never... Like, I never think about it, like, when bad things happen. Because bad things happen, like, all the time, you know? Like, not just to you, but, like, in the world, like, bad things happen. Or, like, yeah, bad things could happen to you. Like, um, you know, like, something breaks or um, you run out of your favorite almond milk. Like, those are, like, little things. Like, obviously, like, not, like, astronomical, like, really bad, but you know, little things like inconveniences happen all the, all time, the time or you yeah. run out of gas on the side of the highway. But anytime, what, like, you run if you're out me, of... me, that happens to you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, little things like running out of almond milk, like, you know, like, bad things aren't going to happen all the time just because that one thing happened. But, yeah, keep in mind that things happen in threes or sevens. Maybe good things happen in threes or sevens as well. I'll get back to you guys on that one because I'm not entirely sure about it. So I guess since Kayla and I aren't necessarily like the biggest experts on this topic and if you're interested in this topic we wanted to give you guys some more resources that we will link in the show notes but we want to provide some resources for people to if they want to explore this further and kind of get a better understanding because it is a super complex and people like say it's like an art you really have to um figure out what works best for you and like I've said a couple times already that there's so many um or so much information out there so Kale what are your some of your favorite um like give us a few of your favorite like sort or resources um that people can kind of use to further their education on this topic yeah for sure I kind of like briefly mentioned but I think that Pinterest is really helpful Mm -hmm. um for creating vision boards I would also recommend I did used to have like when I was yeah like I guess vision boards were around before I knew about manifestation because I used to have a vision board when I was a teenager as well yeah like a physical one and I think that it actually does help to have a physical one if you can like put one above your desk or put it somewhere where you're gonna see it every day um because you want to be constantly thinking about it and visualizing it um I just use Pinterest because it's very like easy to do on the go yeah Yeah. on the go um and also yeah you can just like constantly change like add to it um without having to like print the pictures out and paste them on there so yeah Pinterest is great for vision boards um one thing that I did last year in 2019 was I created a vision board through like um like a collage app so I just like collaged a bunch of um like affirmations and things that I wanted for that year and I made that my um phone background so it was my wallpaper so that's another good way to like make sure you're seeing it every day because you're seeing it every time you open your phone um 
I would also say like the first thing that led me into manifestation, which was The Secret. So the book I found a little dry. I don't know, maybe just because I was young. Um, But the documentary is on Netflix. So I'd recommend you read that as well. And there's also lots of great um, podcasts with guided meditations. I feel like that's such a powerful way to manifest because you're already in like a heightened space when you're meditating. Um, So if you're adding in those affirmations and adding in manifestation, I think that that's like, yeah, a really, a really good tool. Um, I've already mentioned Mindful in Minutes podcast. I believe that that's the one where I found my manifestation meditation so that one's one of my favorites but even just looking through like apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts there's lots of you know different meditation ones for manifesting so i feel like that's a really a really great way to do it as well yeah definitely um going off of what you just said about guided meditation the one that i really like is called manifest your dreams and it's a guided meditation and it's the guy's voice is like super calming and everything but yeah, I will link that down below. It's like a 37-minute meditation, which for some people is kind of long, but it's really, really nice. I really enjoy it, and it's um, I find it really helpful. That's great, too, because I always love to hear other people's recommendations for guided meditations they've actually enjoyed. Yeah. Because I feel like it takes so long for me to find one where their voice is calming to me, and mm-hmm. I really, like, enjoy the way they've done it, because sometimes it's yeah not so common yeah (laughs) depending on how they've done it yeah definitely yeah like I I also agree with that finding ones that you actually enjoy because sometimes I'll be I'll put on like I use insight timer or um calm or whatever headspace and I'll put on a meditation and then I'll be like in it I'm like relaxing getting ready to like meditate or like visualize or anything and then they start talking or (laughs) what they're guiding you to like think about I'm just like not stoked about what we're like think of yourself doing whatever and I'm like no I don't really like that so yeah I I can be kind of picky about that I think a lot of people are like you want your meditation to be good (laughs) you know yeah yeah. sometimes I completely agree sometimes you like get in the space and they start talking you're like what the like what yeah, is going on? I'm good I'll pass so sometimes I just don't even do a guided meditation I'll just like toss on some meditation music and then just do my own visualization. DIY yeah DIY my own <laughs> DIY meditation um so that's one of my favorite resources a couple years ago I read a book called um ask and it is given by Esther and Abraham Hicks who they are like some of the most notorious um like well-known people in like the law of attraction manifestation space um they do like workshops I'm pretty sure all around the world so I'll link that book below as well I read that a couple years ago so I definitely need to like bring it back out and read it again um but yeah like Kayla said also um Pinterest is really good for like visual like if you're a visual someone who likes to picture that also having notes on your phone honestly of like specific things so say you want to like right now I have um like I want to manifest like a job so like I have written down like specifics that I want in a job um and then just kind of like go with that don't don't waver from that yeah Um, I like that yeah so those and then also um like I've said the um goop podcast with Lacey I'll link that as well and then um I'll see if I have any other podcasts uh, I can't think of off the top of my head, but if there's any other ones that are worth mentioning, we'll link as well. 
So that was kind of everything we want to talk about manifestation for now. Well, I think in the future we probably would talk about it some more, but we're constantly learning. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We're constantly learning and trying to figure out our favorite practices and like manifesting things on our on our own. So um, definitely we'll talk about it more in the future. But thank you for listening to another episode of the Two Woke Girls podcast. We release new podcasts every Monday at 8 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and review. That really helps us out. And follow our podcast Instagram at Two Woke Girls Pod. We'll always link it in the show notes. And we'll see you guys next week for another episode. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.